It's another edition of the Erie County Medical Center podcast series, True Care HealthCast. Here's Bill Klaproth. The Regional Center of Excellence for Transplantation and Kidney Care at ECMC is equipped to treat patients at every stage of kidney disease or kidney failure. And here to talk with us about transplantation and kidney care services and procedures at ECMC is Dr. Elise Kaler, Program Director, Regional Center of Excellence for Transplantation and Kidney Care at Erie County Medical Center. Dr. Kaler, thank you for your time. First off, what are the signs and symptoms of kidney disease? Well, initially, there are no signs and symptoms. In fact, people have called uh, kidney disease a silent disease because as the kidneys are failing, they're not noticing it. And um, that's one of the reasons that it's important to see a primary care physician yearly so that when it is developing, it can be identified and managed and hopefully treat it. Over time, the kidney becomes more and more scarred down and the function drops more and more. And when this function starts dropping below 20%, uh, that's when people start feeling some symptoms. But even then, it's minor. They might have a little bit of fluid in their ankles. They might occasionally be short of breath. But usually, it's not very symptomatic. And then patients end up in, you know, suddenly when the kidney function is even lower in the 10% range, they end up in the emergency room severely short of breath, having nausea and vomiting, feeling really sick. That's when blood tests are done and it's realized that their kidneys are pretty much shot and then they start dialysis. And it turns out that this happens for quite a lot of people because there aren't any symptoms that they're feeling up until that point in time. Interesting. So how do you diagnose kidney disease? How do you find it early in people? Well, it's a simple blood test. And in fact, it's a common blood test that whenever you happen to check blood on people, chemistries is what we often call it, it's it's the usual test that's sent off. Sometimes people also send off liver tests and you know other tests, but kidney tests is one of the most common. A lot of times you may not actually send that test off if you're a primary care physician because you know, you have a normal patient that doesn't have diabetes and doesn't have high blood pressure and doesn't have many risk factors. But I think most primary care physicians do blood tests and and do check those things to make sure that uh, the patient's completely healthy. Now, I know on a blood test, you look at the creatinine level. What else are you looking for? The other thing they look at is the BUN. And A calculated thing that is looked at is called the estimated glomerular filtration rate, or GFR. So that's where the percentage comes from. You know, basically in the blood, you get a creatinine, which is a number. Normal is something like 0.8. And then you put that number into an equation. And from that equation, you get another number, which is, it's not really a percentage, but it's for ease of conversation, we often say, call it a percentage. So if you've got 100% kidney function, then you're living a normal life with normal kidneys. But as the kidneys get scarred down over time, the percentage decreases. And the time that 
you actually are benefited by going to a transplant center is when it's down to 20%. But the time that you need dialysis is more in the 10 to 15% range. So if this is caught early enough, there is a problem, but caught early, how do you treat this? It depends on the reason for your kidney failure. So if the reason is that you've had high blood pressure for 20 years that hasn't been diagnosed and treated, there's not much you can do. But if you see a primary care physician yearly from a young age, and as soon as you develop high blood pressure, you get medications and it's treated, then it's much less likely to affect your kidney. The same thing for diabetes. If you have diabetes, it's sometimes challenging to control, but the better you can control it, the less likely it is to affect your kidneys over time. If you do have kidney disease from high blood pressure or diabetes, most of the time it's not reversible. It's already happened, and the best you can do is try to manage it and maintain as much kidney function as you have and to have it not get worse. And that means continuing to control your diabetes and continuing to control your blood pressure. You also might have to go on a special diet and in later stages, not drink as much fluid. So Dr. Kaler, turning to transplants, do you need to have complete kidney failure before you can get a transplant? One thing that people really need to be aware of is that it's possible to get a kidney transplant before you need dialysis. So um, a lot of people, they're seeing their doctor, they know dialysis probably will be happening at some point in their lives and they're monitoring the blood tests and, you know, they're just waiting until the time comes that a surgery for dialysis needs to be done. Well, when they get down to 20% function, the other option is to go to a transplant center and get on the list. And if a person does that at the right time, there is often the chance that they can get a transplant before ever having to go on dialysis. I just, you know, we in the transplant world are always um, disappointed when, you know, people come to us and they've been on dialysis for half a year. And we think, you know, had you only come earlier, this may have even been able to be avoided. So, you know, that's just something um, for people to know. And when it comes to transplantation, can you also talk about the experienced multidisciplinary team at ECMC? It's basically a big team of people that will meet with the patient. And the whole aim is to make sure that we can do the transplant safely and that they will be able, after the transplant, to go back to mostly normal lives and be able to keep that kidney for a long time. So partly, you know, they're meeting with some a surgeon and a nephrologist, mostly to make sure that their other health is in good enough shape to undergo the surgery. And, and a lot of people with kidney failure aren't in the best shape of their lives, but they can still undergo the surgery. It's a two to three hour surgery. It's, you know, in the lower belly. It's not a very strenuous experience. And, you know, p- people... Even yesterday, I did a transplant in an 80-year-old, and, you know, he's up and walking and feeling pretty good, and 
eating and, you know, so as long as your health is reasonably good, a transplant can be successfully done. The other people that they'll meet is a, often a dietitian uh, to help with uh, healthy eating before and after the transplant. Um, sometimes they'll meet with a pharmacist to help with making sure they understand the medications. We also have a financial coordinator. That's important because, you know, all this costs money and we don't want the patients to pay. We, we want them to pay as little as possible out of pocket. So if you have the right insurance and all of that is set up well ahead of time, then their out-of-pocket costs can be very low. Well, Dr. Kaler, this has been very informative, and I want to thank you so much for your time. For more information on the ECMC transplantation and kidney care services and procedures, please visit ecmc.edu. That's ecmc.edu. This is the True Care HealthCast from Erie County Medical Center. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening.